let's see, I will eat Mr. Camerson and his wife first, and then his children for dessert if I am still hungry. So he's having uh, thoughts of he's, eating people at a yeah. Young he's age. having he's having intrusive werewolf treacherous thoughts. Okay, all right. I like that he plans out his meals like that. <laughs> he's um, got a meal prep. <laughs> yeah, those ideas came when a full moon was near. His father left to find a cure when he was three, but gave up searching and went elsewhere and married another woman. Oh, oh shit! All right. <laughs> Also, a lot of things happen within the span of a sentence in this fanfiction. It's very, it's very informative. I love it. Yeah. Into the cauldron, handsome. Most powerful love potion in the world. Bottle, fame, brew, glory. I've never seen a more complicated potion. Disastrous should you get it wrong. Are we going to drink that? Welcome to Most Potent Podcast, your weekly discussion on all things Harry Potter and fandom. I missed the bottle fame and brew glory part, but you all get it. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Rebecca. And I'm Francis. And guess what? This week is Ficmas. It's Ficmas. Happy Ficmas, everyone. So we're hoping uh, to make this a yearly thing, which would be really fun. We're um, essentially, we, well, Rebecca had the idea and she was home uh, last week for the holidays um, and so we got to hang out, and she was in like, person. in person, no less, and she said, you know what, we should definitely do a, uh, Harry Potter fanfiction gift exchange. Yes. And hence Fickmas was born. Hence Fickmas. It is our, it is going to be our annual Christmas extravaganza special. Yeah. So... Yeah, so we we have each picked a fanfiction. These fanfictions are from the very early 2000s. Yeah. Because when this the entire point of this episode is not to put these fanfictions on blast at all. Mm-mm. Like we do, we do not like we're going to link them because credit where credit is due. This is not our original content, so obviously we want to credit the authors. Mm-hmm. But like the point of this is absolutely not to bash those authors. It is to celebrate the gems of writing that they have left on the internet for us to enjoy today. <laughs> much it's like a time capsule. Much like a, a fan fiction renaissance time capsule. <laughs> because truly, the 2000s, like, it's just so good. Oh, yeah. Like, so, like, the fan fiction now is actually, like, very, very good and, like, it is novel material. And I'm sure that a couple of those existed back then, but back then, man, it was also, like, the Wild West. Like, it's like, you know, tumbleweeds of just writing, yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> floating around. And like, no one, there were no rules, there was no etiquette, like. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember from that time period, there were a lot of poems. I remember there being a lot yeah, of poems. Yeah, there were a lot of poems, there were a lot of song fics. Yeah, I don't know song if fic. are, are poems still prevalent in the, in the fan fiction world these days? Not that I have seen, but I also do not seek poems out. True, so, yeah. Okay. But yeah, that is not, you know. I considered presenting you a poem for Ficmas, but I found, I found another gem that I liked yeah. instead. I mean, honestly, I mean, the gems are endless. Like, truly, this is a treasure trove. Oh, yes. So, you know, <laughs> there's no, there's no, there's no wrong thing happening here. <laughs> we may have to have a, a mid-year celebration of Ficmas. <laughs> Maybe, maybe we'll do this. Yes. We'll do it on Christmas and then our anniversary. <laughs> I need to talk to you about this one that I found, though, before we get into it. Okay. In doing research for this episode, mm-hmm. I have to tell you, I think that I have found a seer on fanfiction.net. A seer? Oh, this will be interesting. Yes, a seer, yes. 
I found this fic, which is uh, which is called American Pie Parody, mm-hmm. and then in parentheses, Fred, stay alive. Okay. Uh, and it is by the author Trapezoid, which is an excellent username. Just Trapezoid. <laughs> just it's just Trapezoid because truly the two thousands man, you could get any username you wanted in fanfiction.net because no one was on that site yet. Yeah. So so and it was published on April tenth, two thousand. Okay. So and this will be linked in the description, uh, listeners. So all I, everything that we mentioned, all the fix will be linked. So give credit where credit is due and all that. But Truly, okay, Trapezoid over here was a seer because <laughs> published April 10th, 2000. 2000, and wait, the title is Fred Stay Alive or something, something? It's, the, it's Fred Stay Alive. It is an American Pie parody. So it's the, you know, my, 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 Miss American Pie. Yeah. That, that's that song. This person wrote a parody of this song, and it, you're supposed to sing it to the tune of American Pie. Okay. So, and it's a whole thing. I'm not going to read the whole thing to you, but... <laughs> And again, this is 2000. Yeah. The the seventh book had not come out. I don't think that the, the, the fifth, I think the fifth book might have just come out or, or it wasn't even out yet. It might have just literally just been books one through four. Yeah. So, and, oh wait, no, fuck, dude. Book four wasn't even out yet. It was literally the first three books. Really? Actually, can you look up really fast? Yeah. When, when, when did book four come I'm, out? That's literally what I have. Search yeah, right. that's that's what I thought. I saw from your face. <laughs> you can tell that I'm doing research. <laughs> yes, no, I was. You had your research face on. Uh, July eighth, two thousand. So the fourth one. Okay, just okay. Out. No, no, this is April tenth, two thousand. <laughs> oh, this is before the fourth. This one. is this is so. This is okay, and because because the summary says a song about the recent rumor of Fred dying in book four. So apparently that was a big thing in the 2000s was they were waiting for book four to come out and they were like, oh shit, maybe Fred dies. All right, ready? Mm-hmm. So, and I'm going to sing it. You're not allowed to make fun of my singing. Okay. Oh, why, why, why does Fred have to die? Stupid rumor. Now the humor's running totally dry and poor old George will lose that glint in his eye. He'll just mope around and constantly sigh. <laughs> And then it's a whole thing. And then, and then there are verses and it's a whole thing. And then, and then later in the song, the chorus comes back and it goes, why, why, why does Fred have to die? Why not Dobby, Neville, Dudley, or that Gilderoy guy? And I'm like, the tra- trapezoid is over here talking about Dobby dying and Fred dying. And this is, the, the four through seven was not out yet. Trapezoid knew. <laughs> trapezoid was in it. Trapezoid is truly in it. So that's insane. Anyway, I like that they say, "Why does George lose that glint in his eye?" I really thought that that they were about to be like, "Why does George lose that ear?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, maybe Trapezoid had some inside secrets that the rest of us didn't have. I don't know. Maybe Trapezoid was J.K. Rowling. I don't know. Um, no P- plot J- twist. <laughs> no, J.K. Rowling. We know that J.K. Rowling is a square. So. <laughs> Not a trap. Ooh, sick burn. <laughs> uh, oh man. Okay, so should we? So I just read that. I, I just did that whole thing with trapezoid. So do you want to go first? Sure. Yeah. Do, I you, will do you want me go to go first? Okay. Okay. So this fic that I found, I'm very excited. Yes. Uh, it's from 2003. Okay. Uh, a it, good year. It's a good year. It's. Uh-huh. A Hermione Draco pairing. 
Oh, interesting, interesting. And the, the username for this, this is by Dark, with an E at the end of Dark, because... Oh, nice, okay, yes. We love I mean, things we... with E's. Dark, uh -huh. dash yes. magic, good stuff. Oh, good, 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 yes. And it's titled, What Will Never Happen. Oh, what will never happen, okay. And I'll read you the summary. The summary is, Hermione writes to Draco. Draco writes to Hermione. Both wish they had never broke up. Both wish they are still in each other's hearts. But the letters will never be read by the other person, and nothing will ever happen. Okay, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm <laughs> so excited. Okay. Dear Hermione, it's winter now, and the frost feels like it has crawled its way into my heart. I'm already I see... dying! <laughs> You're doing it so hard for me to not break! <laughs> I see you and your friends hanging out now, and you seem really happy and unconcerned. Sometimes jealousy breaks through, and I wish I were the one laughing with you. But then I glance at myself in the mirror, and I knew it could never happen. <laughs> it hurts when you walk past me and give me just a smile before turning off. It hurts when I know you have gotten over me. It hurts every time I see you because I'm reminded of all the things I could have, but will never come true. This reminds me of the shit that I wrote. <laughs> together in the great hall yesterday ron seemed really into you i can see it in his eyes the way he looks at you the way he laughs and the way he holds your hand and the way he steals a glance at you whenever you're not looking these are the things you deserved but i had never ever done oh i'm, I'm sorry i keep on interrupting but also this this seems suspiciously like a drawn it does seem like a drawn i'm I don't am I I'm sensing a, a slight slight love triangle there. There I think there's definitely uh there's some elements. Unfortunately okay, this one okay. is a it's a pretty short one, so we're not gonna be able to do a deep dive into this, but you that's know, okay. that's okay. That is the that's the era, man. Exactly. <laughs> I remember the night when you brushed back my hair and told me you loved me. And all wait, I what? Can... wait, what the fuck? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait. <laughs> Wait, this is not, like, unresolved pining? They've actually been together? What? Uh, yeah, because in the summary it says they wish they never broke up. Okay, well... So they've been together. How old are they? Oh, fuck if I know. I don't know when this is supposed to... I mean, honestly, like, I... I just imagine all characters in fanfiction to be, like, 30 years old, so that's fine. That's so, true. Anyway, please continue, please continue. Yeah, it doesn't state a, like, a year that it's supposed to be, like, what year they're supposed to be in, but they're clearly still in Hogwarts, so... Uh, okay. I remember the night when you brushed back my hair and told me you love me, and all I can do is just remain silent. I was screaming inside. I wanted to tell you how much you meant to me, how much I cared, how much I love you, but the words remain frozen. Maybe it was from a lifetime of hiding my true self from others, always letting people think that Draco is the coolest dude around, never letting the insecure teenager show. Or maybe, simply, it was because I was too afraid. I'm sorry, it's just, I, can you just reread that, the Draco is the coolest dude around line? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll go back. I was screaming inside. I want to tell you how much you meant to me, how much I cared. How much I love you, but the words remain frozen. Maybe it was from a lifetime of hiding my true self from others, 
always letting people think that Draco is the coolest dude around, never letting the insecure teenager show. Or maybe, simply, it was because I was too afraid. Now what am I left with? Writing letters addressed to you, but will never be sent. Dreaming of you when I have nothing. Part of me wants to get down on my knees and beg you to come back. Just come back. But the other parts of me knows you're better off this way. Without me. That's the end of our lovely Draco <laughs> section. Now we get to hear Hermione's Oh no, letter. oh wait, there's more, there's more. Oh my gosh, wait. I forgot, that was so good. That was so good by itself. <laughs> <laughs> that was good by itself. I but... wouldn't have even, you could have stopped right there and I would have called it a masterpiece. <laughs> like... <laughs> but now we get Hermione's POV. Yes. <laughs> Dear Draco, I saw you writing in the gra- Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. I saw you writing in the Great Hall today, but I didn't think you've even seen me. After all, why should you? I'm just a previous girlfriend. Forgotten and disregarded. You don't it's not know like how- he's staring right at you and Ron, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can just picture them, like, staring at each other. Just, like, with anger in their eyes. <laughs> uh, you don't know how much that hurts, knowing that I'm probably nothing in your eyes. <laughs> I remember the night I told you I loved you. The words came out before I could stop them, and the instant I said it, I knew something was wrong. Your eyes went sort of cold, and you didn't say anything. Maybe you weren't aware I loved you so much. Maybe you just didn't care. But I knew from that moment on, I wasn't important in your eyes. And when we broke up, that was the hardest moment of my life. Even as I said the words, I was trying so hard not to cry. But what truly made me shatter was your reaction. Whatever, you said, without an ounce of emotion. <laughs> cool dude Draco, man! Cool dude Draco! Cool dude Draco! Cool Breaking hearts. <laughs> Do I really mean that little to you? I told Ron the things were over between the two of us just this morning. I know Ron loves me a lot, maybe more than a lot, but I can't lie to my friend, can't pretend I love him when my heart belongs to another. Every lie I spun to him traps me, because I know what it's like to be at the receiving end of a lie. I don't want him to become me, loving someone who doesn't deserve it. You know what, Draco? I hate you because I love you. Do you get what I mean? I hate no. myself for feeling this way, when obviously no, you don't care one bit. <laughs> no! And that's it. That's it! That's oh my it. god! What a cliffhanger! <laughs> We'll never know. We'll never know if they got back together. <laughs> no, I, I assume they won't because it says the letters they'll never hear. I guess, I guess not. Man, that's tragic. That's tragic. Yeah, she she never wants to uh, love Ron or tell Ron that she loves him because he doesn't. She still loves Draco. She loves cool Draco. dude Draco. Her heart belongs yeah. to another. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, cool, cool dude Draco. Cool dude Draco. <laughs> that is like that is amazing that is truly that is true art that is art right there it, it really is oh that was great <laughs> <laughs> it took every ounce of concentration i had to get through that without laughing <laughs> that was amazing okay okay that was just oh that was excellent <laughs> <laughs> whatever 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 cool dude cool drago dude just whatever <laughs> Hashtag cool dude Draco. <laughs> you know what? I hate you because I love you. Yes. Does that make sense? <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay. 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 We've recovered. All right. 
Are you ready for mine? I'm so ready. Okay. So, uh, this story, uh, I'm going to read you the summary. Okay. The title is Harry Potter Goes to Tennessee. (laughs) I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. (laughs) I know. Okay. And then this summary is just, this story is about dot, dot, dot. Just read the story and find out. Okay. Number one, (laughs) most annoying fucking pet peeve in the whole entire world. When I was in the world of reading fanfics, and I was trying to find a good one, and all the ones that were like, if you want the story, read read the the fic. Yeah. Also, I should note, um, it said this says chapter one. Mm -hmm. There were no other chapters. Oh, so it's an incomplete (laughs) fic. It it is an incomplete fic. Oh no. Also, this was published in 2001. Okay. Um, and I believe this was also published prior to when fanfiction.net advertised that its fics were complete. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So I thought that was really funny. They're really but, driving um, their readers crazy then. Yeah. So, uh, and then I'm going to read the author's note. This is my third Harry Potter fic, so please review. If you want to search for Harry Potter and the Birthday Present, a previous fic, just click on my name. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for this lovely tutorial. <laughs> yes. So, all right. Chapter one, Harry Potter goes to Tennessee on the plane. I can't believe I'm going to America. I can't wait till we get to Tennessee. So Ron, are you excited too? I said, well, I guess I am. What about you, Hermione? Replied Ron. I'm excited too. We actually get to see what muggle life is like. What about you, Draco? <laughs> what muggle life is like? She was a fucking muggle-born. I know, I know, I know. We actually get to see what muggle life is like. Okay, okay, hang on, I have to start it. I'm excited, too. We actually get to see what muggle life is like. What about you, Draco? Said Hermione. <laughs> then Draco said, I've seen what muggle life is like before, but I've never been to a muggle school. I can't wait until school starts. By now, me and Draco are best friends. After I won the Triwizard Tournament, we became best friends in our fourth year. Soon, I said, I can't believe we just left our 10th year reunion and are almost there. What? Wait, what? <laughs> we, have, about... we, get, we have no context. We have no context or what. All right, so they became friends in fourth year, now skip to 10 years later. Yeah, also, like, no mention of Voldemort, no mention of the end of the fourth book. Like, no, we, we don't know. <laughs> we do, okay, all right, that's fair. Like, nothing, we have no idea. It's just, all we know is that me and Draco are best friends. They're best so... friends. They're on a plane. They're going to check out Muggle yes. Life. Got it. And then... <laughs> That's, that is my favorite part. Okay. Then the plane came to a screeching halt and we got off the plane. What? <laughs> Has this person ever been on a plane before? No. I don't I think don't so. Think they have. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Get to a screeching I halt. Start... <laughs> I just need to... Okay, ready? Okay, I'm going to start again. Yeah. Then the plane came to a screeching halt and we got off the plane. Where exactly are we in America? I asked the flight attendant after Tennessee, we got off the fucker. Plane. <laughs> Sorry, I keep interrupting you. This is just too good. Did they, did they tell you when you got on the plane? Like, where did you know where you were going, Harry? We don't know. Do you know? I, I think usually when just you like, do transportation, you know what you're getting on. And then, and then, okay, so. Where exactly are we in America? I asked the flight attendant after we got off the plane. You are now in East Tennessee, she replied. I mean, what town are we in? Oh, we are in Crossville, Tennessee. 
do we think that this is the author's hometown? I was just going to say, what do you want about the author lives there? Oh, 100%. So shout out to, shout out to Crossville, Tennessee, man. But, okay. oh, we are in Crossville, Tennessee. Oh, cool. So where will we be staying, Hermione? I asked her once we got to the lobby of the airport. What? <laughs> oh, no. You know, now I think about it. I'm like having an existential crisis. What the hell do you call the lobby of an airport? I I guess the lobby. I don't know, man. I've never (laughs) once referred to that area of an airport as the lobby. (laughs) Like the, I I would say like the pre, the place before security, but also like, keep in mind, this is, this is fucking 2001. So this was pre, actually, no, this is pre 9-11 because this came out in March 2001. Yeah. So I guess like any. So security was not as strict, I think, because I mean, I. I was no. not flying planes in 2001, quite frankly. You so. didn't need to uh, take yeah, it to get past. Yeah. Hmm. So. Wow. Yes, yeah, so maybe, maybe there were lobbies. It is a lobby, technically. Also, I've just never called it that. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, so we, we got very distracted by the lobby of the airport, but also, so where will we be staying, Hermione? It's like, <laughs> like, he do, he just... He literally just, like, he was like, oh, yeah, let's get on this plane. I don't know where we are. I don't know where we're staying. I don't know what we're doing. Like, I mean, that's kind of in character for Harry, though. That is true. That is true. <laughs> that is, Harry's just like, ah, yeah, we'll just go with it. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Oh, cool. So where will we be staying, Hermione? I asked her once we got into the lobby of the airport. We will be staying at the Holiday Inn on the other side of town. Oh, that's meantime... true quality. <laughs> <laughs> that's high class that is. <laughs> Aren't they going to a school? Like, I'm like, where? where is your destination? Are they like, going okay. to a school? I don't know. It's ten years it said... past. They're old now, remember? It said... it said, Draco says earlier, I've never been to a muggle school. I can't wait until school starts. Oh, you're maybe right. Oh, I'm maybe all they're going to college. Confused. Maybe they're maybe. going to college. But also, I mean, okay, 10 years after the four, they would still be like 24. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they're going to to grad school in Tennessee. They're all going to grad school because they have no idea what muggle life is like. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So, okay. We will be staying at the Holiday Inn on the other side of town. In the meantime, we can take a car to Walmart and look around and see what muggle stores are like, she replied. (laughs) It's starting to hurt. (laughs) Okay. Look around and see what muggle stores are like, she replied. Ron looked over at her like she was mad and said, Do you even know how to drive? Do you even know how to get to the hotel? Do you even... Don't worry, Ron. Hermione has it all under control. Don't you, Hermione? Said Draco interruptedly. <laughs> First of all, I love how Ron's the one that's, like, seemingly anxious about all of this. I know, he's just like, do you even know what you're doing? And Draco is the calm one here. Oh, don't worry, she's got it. I just love, don't you, Hermione? Said Draco interruptedly. He interruptedly interrupted her. I know. So good. Okay. Hermione looked at Draco and replied with sarcasm. Duh! If I didn't know how to drive and get around town, I would still be at Wizarding College. Besides, my mom and dad took me to get my driver's license. Duh! They're like 24! (laughs) What the fuck? But also, she said duh twice. Duh, cool guy Draco. (laughs) Cool guy Draco. This is their po- this is 
post breakup. Yeah, this is post breakup. <laughs> this is the crossover we've all been waiting this is for. The crossover, yes. <laughs> okay. Duh. <laughs> hey, hey, you two. We don't need to be fighting. If you do, I'll send Hedwig to Hagrid and ask him for muggle money for plane tickets back. I said as they started walking towards each other. <laughs> so wait. <laughs> Not only have they arrived in a country, a state, a town that they don't know, they also don't have money. It's a recipe for success. I guess not. And I love how they're going to write to Hagrid. They're all grown-ass adults. I know. We don't need to be fighting. If you do, I'll, if you do, I'll send Hedwig to Hagrid and ask him for muggle money for plane tickets back, I said as they started walking towards each other with angry looks on their faces. Are they like, gonna fight? They're gonna brawl. <laughs> In the lobby of the airport. <laughs> <laughs> and then she started it, lied Ron. <laughs> no, I didn't. You did, you filthy git. Hermione shot out like a snake at a jackrabbit. Well damn, alright. <laughs> I know. She's getting that real. Simile. I know, using a simile. Yeah. Like, you know? We we learned that in English class. <laughs> 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 like a snake at a jackrabbit. I then replied, I have an idea. Why don't you two stop fighting and help take the stuff out to the rental cam? It's a car, not a cam. Oh, Hermione I was shot like, out. What's a rental cam? <laughs> it's a car, not a cam. Hermione shot out. Then Draco said with sarcasm, Whatever you say, Herm O Ninny. That's not funny, she replied. Vicky was from a different country. At least he learned it before we got married. Oh. Oh. Okay. So, and then, dude, I hate to say it, that's the end. <gasps> no! <laughs> then, then, then it says, want to find out what happens next? Then read chapter two. But we don't have a chapter two. We never got a chapter two. No! I want a chapter two! <laughs> I know! You can't just leave us with the fact that she got married to Crumb. I know. Ew, and she's like, Vicky? Ew, gross. At first I thought Vicky was a chick. I'm gonna be totally honest. I mean, honestly, I... I would love that for Hermione, so, Me too. you know, but. <laughs> oh my god, I want to know what they do in Tennessee. <laughs> I know, I just, I, I, the things that happen in that fanfiction are just, like, it's elevated, <laughs> like, truly. It so... is. So, Draco's their friend after year four. Yeah. Presumably ten years have passed since then, so. Yes, it's a, well, it does say, okay, we, I can't believe we just left our tenth year reunion and we're almost, so they could be older. Yeah, so then so we I, would think that if if because like, like like a ten year reunion would be like would be their graduation year, so right. that would be their seventh year. So mm-hmm. they so they they're, they're like twenty seven. <laughs> uh, I love it, and they're twenty seven <laughs> incapable adults that don't know how to ride planes that write to Hagrid for money. I got it, I, is he their I, caretaker? <laughs> I guess so, man. I don't know. I. I gotta say, my favorite line in the entire thing that just made me die when I first read it was, then the plane came to a screeching halt and we got off. <laughs> that one is a good one. I'm just picturing it, like, flying and then stopping and just like, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> round two? Round two, now I'm that, ready now to that, go. Now that we've, we've recovered from round one, but man. <laughs> we've recovered from round one and I think we're ready for more. Yep. Okay, so this one that I found, uh, published also in 2003, uh, this is a humor fic, and it's called Harry Potter and the Order at McDonald's. 
And the okay, order at McDonald's. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I sense a a solid parody. It's a it <laughs> It's a it's feels a lot more like your trip to Tennessee than anything else. That's but fair. That's fair. That's we like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter felt hungry, and so he decided to go to a McDonald's restaurant in Hogsmeade. Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's in Hogsmeade, exactly. <laughs> it's a wizarding McDonald's. <laughs> wizarding McDonald's. The franchise was put up by Mary Sue Hunter over 10,000 oh years ago. I love that they didn't even try to use, like, be like, yeah, the franchise owners are, are wizarding. No. Nope. Mary <laughs> Sue Hunter. McDonald's. Oh my god, that's amazing. 10,000 years ago. 10,000 years ago. Yep. Okay. (laughs) When he walked in the restaurant, the customers stared at him simultaneously. Baltimore, who was at the cashier, welcomed Harry with a slimy, (laughs) toothless smile. (laughs) His face was... Cashier at McDonald's! This is just... I love this. His face was snake-like, scaly, and green. He wore a headband with a yellow M standing erect. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the yellow M. <laughs> it, it gets so much better. Oh my god. Good morning, Voldemort smiled evilly. <laughs> Harry backed away, looking scared and ready to run, <laughs> run home to his mommy. Oh wait, he has no mommy. <laughs> At this point, I mean, it already was a true parody, but at this point, like, you know the author just doesn't give a fuck anymore. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely not. This author was just like, fuck, I'm gonna write this down, it is 3am, let's go. Yeah, probably stoned as shit, it's fantastic. Yeah, Yeah, no, I love this. Or Um, they're, okay, no, they're either a stoned as shit adult, mm -hmm. or they're like a sixth grader at 3am. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, I'm feeling yours a little bit more. I know because I was that sixth grader. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, he has no m- mommy. Um, stop, Baldy said. Harry, stop. Don't run. I need money, so you better buy something. <laughs> I love the, um, stop, <laughs> question mark. <laughs> um, stop. <laughs> I need money. The little boy went near the big bad snake cautiously and ordered a Big Mac with fries and a milkshake. Voldemort promptly punched the order in, but accidentally made a mistake. A hot-headed Lucius entered the scene. Ooh. Oh, no. You fool. You irresponsible, (laughs) stupid snake. Get. Don't you know anything? Moron. Idiot. Lucius screeched. I feel like this is, like, this shouldn't, this should be reversed. I... (laughs) Like, Voldemort should own the franchise, and Lucius should be the hapless employee. You fool, you irresponsible stupid snake. His face was as pink as a ripe tomato. It was an honest mistake, Voldemort retorted. You're such a useless Death Eater, Malfoy. So now he's talking back to his employer. I don't know. I... I the truly dynamic don't know. here is just amazing, honestly. It really is. And Harry's just like over here, just like, I just wanted a Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go home and take it to my mom. <laughs> I don't have one, though. <laughs> Harry stared at the two annoyingly. He was hungry and wanted food now. It was all Voldemort's fault that he wasn't eating now. 
And that he doesn't have parents, but okay. Yep. Oh, ig- <laughs> oh man, Lucius is about to get real. Useless ignoramus nincompoop. You call yourself an employee, you- Lucius Hill? You don't deserve to be employee of the month, Tom Margolo Riddle. <laughs> He's employee of the month. <laughs> Shut up, Baltimore. Baltimore hissed. And before he could say anything else, Mary Sue Hunter arrived. <laughs> oh shit, the, the owner of the McDonald's? <laughs> For 10,000 years. She looked like a queen. She wore a long red cape with a yellow M printed all over. A, oh. a long gown that had a long train and a gold crown with a huge M on top. That was a lot of a sentence. She was wearing glass slippers that showed off her right footsie that had no toenail. <laughs> what an interesting detail to include. Her right footsie has no toenail. She also oh, had... I love that they call it a footsie. We, don't, we, weren't, we weren't even going to acknowledge it. No, we're just going <laughs> to gloss right over. Her right footsie had no toenail. She also had two hunky bodyguards. Draco Malfoy was on the right side, (laughs) while Oliver Wood was on the left. Oh my god, that's even better! They were both holding her cape. What is is Oliver doing there? He's helping. Like, Draco Malfoy makes sense, given the context, but like... (laughs) Oliver Wood has gone over to the dark side of McDonald's. Yeah, no. He needed money, man. I needed money. Quidditch doesn't pay that much. Nope. (laughs) They were both holding her cape. The boys wore a white muscle shirt and yellow below the knees overalls. Dude, they're they're Ronald McDonald. <laughs> Amazing. And it says they had long red and white striped socks and size twelve plastic boots. They're definitely Ronald McDonald. Uh, it doesn't say wigs, but okay. You know, I'm imagining wigs. We can guess. And in front of her was Snape and Lockhart. Snape <laughs> in a red robe and Lockhart in a yellow robe. They were daintily throwing down a trail daintily. of fries. <laughs> They're just oh throwing God. fries out in front of her. Daintily uh, throwing out fries. <laughs> you're gonna love this next sentence. Daintily throwing down a trail of fries, Crab and Goyle were crawling on the floor, catching each drop of fries the teachers threw. What is happening? What is happening? No one knows. What's going on here? Mary Sue Hunter yelled loudly. a good question to ask. Everyone stopped what they were doing and bowed down before Mary Sue Hunter. (laughs) Forgive us, Master, (laughs) Lucius said apologetically. It's just that... Baldy X is a stupid employee. He can't even get Mr. Potter's order correct. Explain your side, Baldy X, commanded Mary Sue Hunter. <laughs> Voldemort cowered behind the cash register, afraid of Mary Sue Hunter's wrath. I made a mistake in punching in Sir Potter's order, master. It's because of my damn fingers. It's full of slime and I can't do anything about it, he slimily sobbed. <laughs> okay, fine, whatever, she said, dismissing Baldy X with a wave of her hand. Draco, she sang and pointed to her right foot. Kiss my toe that has no nail. <laughs> her footsie. As Draco bent down to obey Mary Sue Hunter, Harry burst into tears. What's your problem, dude? Snape asked. <laughs> a la surfer dude. What's your problem, dude? <laughs> All Harry sniffed. All I wanted was a Big Mac. I'm hungry. And he turned to Voldemort and gave him an evil eye. This is all your freaking fault. 
Valdi X looks surprised. What'd I do? You freaking threatened me to buy something because you needed money. This is all your damn fault. Big Mac, here. Now, Harry demanded. <laughs> he stuck out his hand, expecting the burger. Voldemort scurried to the kitchen and grabbed a Big Mac and gave it to Harry. And Harry left McDonald's happily munching on the burger, forgetting about the fries and milkshake. And that concludes the tale of Harry Potter and the Order at McDonald's, year five. <laughs> I just switched over to I, your face, and it is... I am speechless. As you should I'm, be. <laughs> I'm speechless that something, that a gem like that could possibly exist for our pleasure on the internet. What's your problem, like, dude? <laughs> what's your problem, dude? As Crab and Goyle are, like, scurrying on the ground, eating the ground fries. Maybe, uh, maybe that Snape is, maybe uh, this is the true crossover. Maybe that Snape is what bred the, uh, Cool Guy Draco persona. Cool Guy Draco. <laughs> Cool guy Draco learned it from what's your problem, dude? I truly don't even I there's so much to happen there. I just Mary Sue Hunter and her footsie with no toe. <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> Alright. So this one is titled Bodiless Voice. Sounds creepy. <laughs> yeah. Alright. And then the summary is James wants to tell the other marauders his plan to woo Lily, but Peter is busy easy eating. Remus is reading, and Sirius is attempting to entice Remus. Then, a bodiless voice comes along. Oh, no! <laughs> so we have some casual Wolfstar yeah. here, um, which I love Wolfstar from... This was published in 2005. I was gonna say, I was surprised that uh, your first pick wasn't a Wolfstar. I definitely was expecting that. Alright. Bodiless voice. James entered the dormitory excitedly. Hey, Wormtail! James said. Peter interrupted. Not now, Prongs. I'm eating snacks I stole from the kitchen. They're better when they're hot. <laughs> Alright. James started again. Hey, Padfoot. Sirius said. Not now, Prongs. I'm trying to get Mooney to go for a shag. Oh, hey. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright. Sure. <laughs> hey, Mooney. James tried once more. Not now, Prongs. Padfoot is trying to get me to go for a shag, pointed oh. out Remus, okay. while I'm reading. <laughs> oh, so he's more concerned about reading. Yes. But, not now, Prongs, cried Peter, Sirius, and Remus in unison. Please listen, James said, desperately needing attention. No, Sirius snapped exasperatedly. I want to be in Mooney's pants. What part of that do you not get? <laughs> <laughs> That was all, that was, every word was individually punctuated. <laughs> I honestly wish that we were recording, like, video of this, because yes. my face just... <laughs> your face was pretty good. I'm, I'm keeping your little Zoom face in my screen, and your face was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. <laughs> Peter shook his head at James's request. He couldn't speak because his mouth was full of pastries. <laughs> they're better when they're hot. <laughs> they're better when they're hot. We know that. <laughs> Okay, what is it? Remus relented, putting down his book. Aw, thanks, Mooney! James exclaimed. You're so nice. I know. What is it? Have you seen Evans? Remus replied, no. Why? Do you want to flirt with her? Again? 
so she can reject you again, Sirius said. Or punch you again, asked Peter. Like, these are, these sick burns are happening here. Yeah, this friend group is, uh... I know, they're pretty vicious. They're aggressive. (laughs) Peter just asked, or punch you again, asked Peter. (laughs) She won't this time, James told them confidently. How do you know, asked Remus. I'm always trying to get her to go out with me, right? Yeah, serious, Remus and Peter answered him. Well, I figured it out. I'm just going to go up to her and ask her to have my child. What? Announced- <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, this isn't written as a parody, right? Like, this is no. in earnest? Well, uh, um, I, 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 it could be a parody. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Um, okay, the fact that mind- we're questioning this, though. <laughs> well, I figured it out. I'm just going to go up to her and ask her to have my child, announced James. She'll like that I cut to the chase, and all women love babies, right? Just a little casual misogyny in there, James. Yeah, you know, know it's really, uh... <laughs> Oh, my God. I think you'll get rejected again, Sirius stated, uninterestedly. He was much more interested in the scholarly, sexy werewolf on the bed beside him. They right, really wanna, so they're, they're just, they're, like, fucking they're really right pushing, next to their friends. <laughs> they're really, really pushing pushing the wolf star here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, they live in the same dorm. Like, they're probably just, like, sitting there together. But, okay. you know, because Remus was reading before. I don't oh, think that they're right. just, he like, you know. Okay. Yeah, he was reading. So, uh, I think you'll get rejected again. Uh, I will not. I think you'll get punched again. Peter murmured at James's idiocy. I will not. I think she'll agree to it, said Remus. Really? James, Sirius, and Peter cried as one. <laughs> no, the prefect deadpanned. Do any of you understand sarcasm? Nah. Oh. <laughs> like, Remus is, is sassy. Do any of you understand sarcasm? Nah, replied James. Nah, repeated Peter. He was good at repeating what James said. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a trope in every single fanfiction. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, wait, wait. Nah, serious answered. <laughs> oh my god. You all can be thick sometimes. You make me need chocolate, muttered Remus, massaging his forehead. <laughs> need chocolate? Oh, because it makes me feel better. I was like, yeah. why? <laughs> you need me more than chocolate, don't you, Mooney? Asked Sirius, using his famous puppy dog eyes. Um, is that a trick question? Remus wanted to know. Sirius shrugged. I don't know. You're the smart one. Who are you, then? Remus required curiously. Sirius replied simply, the sexy one. I, I knew that was coming. <laughs> and I'm the athletic one, James added proudly. James, don't interject yourself into this. Into That's their flirting. It's, it's just weird. That, I mean, like, I, I've i never lived in a dorm, so I don't know. But to me, it's weird to just be doing that in front of your friends. <laughs> eh. um, and I'm the athletic one, James added proudly. Who do I get to be? The stupid fat one? Peter asked oh. unhappily. <laughs> Chill. No, he really doesn't. <laughs> Who do I get to be? The stupid fat one? Peter asked unhappily. Uh-huh. Sirius shrugged again. <laughs> Sirius is like, yeah, yeah, you do. Um, I don't like that. Who's writing this story? Whined Peter. A bodiless voice suddenly declared, I am. 
Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, we kind of get like a like knocking down of the fourth wall situation. Kind of yep. gets a little meta. So I th- I think it's more parody than not. Yeah. So yeah, but okay. A bodiless voice suddenly declared, "I am cool." A bodiless voice. Serious <laughs> clapped. <laughs> A bodiless voice. Sirius clapped. James raised his wand. Should we be afraid of it? The bodiless voice warned, be afraid. Be very afraid. James and Peter screamed. I don't want to be afraid, Remus told the voice calmly. Me neither. I want to shag Mooney through the mattress, complained Sirius. Oh my god! (laughs) Remus wiped away an imaginary tear and asserted his sarcasm again. Oh, Padfoot, how romantic. I'm touched. Your face is just like, I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) So uncomfortable. Serious grinned. No, you're not, but I promise you'll be touched soon. (laughs) Uh... Oh my god. That's how I'm going to start flirting with people. I'm going to start flirting with them and be like, guess what? You're going to be touched soon. Not while I'm in the room, please, sighed James. Yeah, thank you, finally. <laughs> Peter cocked his clueless head. What? I don't... <laughs> it's like... <laughs> what? I don't get it. Wormtail, you never get it, Sirius muttered. The bodiless voice interrupted. James and Peter, er, just leave. Peter asked, why? Don't ask questions. We must obey the bodiless voice, ordered James. <laughs> Yes, sir. Peter left with James. Sirius exclaimed with joy, Thanks, bodiless voice! Now he has he had his delectable Remus alone. The bodiless voice would have shrugged if it had a body. No problem. Well, almost alone. Could you leave too? Sirius suggested. Sorry! The bodiless voice disappeared. Remus sighed. There's no one around now, and my book wasn't that interesting anyway, so... Can we start the sexing? Sirius bounced bounced up and down on the bed eagerly. Can I tie you up? What? Oh my god, this went from zero to five hundred. Also, keep in mind, this is rated T for teen. Oh no. (laughs) You tied me up last time. It isn't fair that you get to do the tying again. True. I'm totally for you tying me up. Or, you know, us not being naughty. K-A-K-N-O-T-T-Y. Oh, I see. While we're being naughty. Like, yeah. naughty. Like naughty. So funny. Remus gave a sly smile. Good. That was it. <laughs> good, good. That's the end. <laughs> oh my god, that was, that was a fucking wild ride. I know, I'm like, I don't, you know, I want to do something with Werewolf Remus, so Peter cocked his clueless head. Like... <laughs> Am I the stupid fat one? Like, and Sirius is just like, yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Like, <laughs> he's sitting there shoving like twenty pastries in his mouth. I know. Because oh, they're, they're better if they're hot. Yeah, they're better if they're hot. <laughs> is it game time? Game time. Game time. Yes. Best time. Ready, Fred. Ready, George. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Feet off the table. Bottom, sir. All right. So we have a new game today. It is titled Quick Quotes Quill, and it is Yay! a 
it is a quote identifying game. So we're going to, Francis and I have each prepared three quotes on mm-hmm. our own. We did not share them with each other prior. And we will be trying to guess uh like in what context that quote happened, what book it was from, and if it is dialogue, uh, who said it. Yes. So this this episode is um, very heavy on us coming prepared. So yes, it is. Yeah, this we needed to prepare quite a bit for this uh, for this episode. <laughs> it's fair. Okay. Would you like to go first? Sure, I would love to go first. Okay. He can move faster than Severus Snape confronted with shampoo. I remember that quote. Oh, yep. shit. Oh, man, I remember that. I want to say that that's something that Sirius said. You're very cold. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a Fred or George quote? You're getting warmer. Warmer. Mm. Try the... What, what What book? Oh, this is this is gonna be. Uh, this is a hard one, yeah. This I know. I also game that I anticipate. I also I also chose very hard quotes, so I sorry. That's alright. <laughs> um, oh shit! I remember this happening. I just don't remember when or in what context. I don't remember what they were talking about. Tell okay, here. Do you want? Than do you want a longer version of that quote? Yeah, give me okay, give okay. me something else. That's all right, all right. Okay, so this is a, a more more of the surrounding sentences. Okay. okay. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But the fact remains, he can move faster than Severus Snape confronted with shampoo when he wants to. So don't count on him being a long way away if you're planning on taking any risks. Oh, dude, I feel like I'm stumped with this one. I want to say, is it the fourth one? Are they prepping for something in the Triwizard Tournament? Later. Later? Yeah. Um... Is it is it in reference to Quidditch? It is not. Damn, I I'm stumped. Then I don't remember. <laughs> okay, so do you want? If I give you more of it, it will reveal who's talking. Okay. So I, so do you want more of it, and then maybe because the the goal is to guess the book, and the sure. context. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Well, who wouldn't want a nice little holiday after all the work he's been putting in? Asked Fred. Point is, people, don't get lulled into a false sense of security thinking he's out of the country. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But the fact remains, he can move faster than Severus Snape confronted with shampoo when he wants to, so don't count on him being a long way away if you're planning on taking any risks. It was, I remember now, it's in Deathly Hallows. It's on the um, yes. the radio thing. Yeah, it's on Potter Watch. Potter Watch, yes. Yes, it's on Potter Watch. It's Fred <laughs> talking on Potter Watch, yes. You can like, see the moment where the little light I know. went on. Yep, yep. I was just like, I, I was just like, she just needs like an ounce more content. And also, to be fair, I mean, Deathly Hollows are probably the hardest quotes for the two of us because yeah. we, and also, and I mean, I'm sure for other listeners as well, but I, I've just read Deathly Hollows the least amount of yeah. the books. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to start you off with a slightly easier one yeah i didn't i didn't give you that same courtesy <laughs> that is fine. with a horrible great fang on it really bill what do they say at the bank oh okay so molly's talking mm-hmm. about bill and i think it's before the it's in the summer of the fourth one yeah. when bill when bill gets introduced because yes. that's when that's when Harry has his big bisexual energy moment where he's just like Bill just looked really cool. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And the quote that I really wanted to go with this one, uh, but it's no, it doesn't like convey the same thing as what Mrs. Weasley says. And your hair's getting silly, dear," said Mrs. Weasley, fingering her wand lovingly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just odd. <laughs> Gotta love Mrs. Weasley. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so my next one. It is it is a bit of dialogue. So okay. this is a person speaking. Wild. I can make that old bloke down there pick his nose again. And again. And again. Ooh, these are difficult. Damn, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I gave you really hard ones. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not even jogging a memory, truthfully. I can make that old bloke down there pick his nose again. I can tell you... Okay, so I can either tell you who is speaking, or I can tell you the book. Which hint would you like? Give me... Who is speaking? Okay. I think, and I'll figure out the book. Okay, Ron is speaking. So Ron says, Wild, I can make that old bloke down there pick his nose again and again and again. Damn, this is like, did I even read this series? Because this is I not mean, jogging any memories. Is it also Deathly Hallows? No, it is not it's Deathly not, Hallows. It's not after their, uh, um, like, no, think, age. Um,. Okay, I'm going to give you the book and then see if you can give me the context of what's happening. Okay. Okay. It is book four, and it is near the beginning of book four. What did they get? What did they buy before the Quidditch World Cup? I was thinking that. When I I was saying models, that's what I was thinking. Like, did they get... Oh, wait. Mm, I know what it is. It's when he gets the omnoculars. Yeah, 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 yeah. He watches it over and over again. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Sorry, that was a really... That was... I mean, that was a very, very hard one. That was good. I I was very impressed. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I... Maybe I'm, like... This is a slight deviation, but my dad and I used to play a game where he would have, like, books... I think it was, like, book either one through five or one through six, whatever was out at that point. He would have all those books in front of him, and I would have to, like, turn away. And then he would read me a line out of the books, and I would have to identify it. So, like... This is just bringing back all the memories. Yeah, so I just, so I, I, I don't know, maybe I just, like, memorized the books out of a sense of self, self-preservation. self <laughs> I love it. <laughs> anyway, continue. Okay. All right, here's mine. His legs were trembling. He stumbled forward and sat down on the bed again, staring at his hands, his head bowed as though in prayer. I knew I was different, he whispered to his own quivering fingers. I knew I was special. Always. I knew there was something. That was Tom Riddle when Dumbledore comes to tell him in the memory in the sixth one. (laughs) (laughs) It's all that. It's it's the practicing with my dad. I've been preparing my whole life for this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Here's my last one. I'm trying to do right by you on this last one. I'm trying to make you proud. Um... This is also dialogue. Okay. We should have known. Who else would have assigned us a biting book? Uh, they're definitely talking about Hagrid. They're talking about the Monster Book of Monsters. I'm trying to think of who said it. Also, what book is it? <laughs> oh, sorry. It's in Prisoner of Azkaban. Yes, okay. I think Ron said it, right? Yeah. You got yeah. it. You got it. You got it. There you go. <laughs> yep. Because it, it's right after Hagrid is announced as the new teacher. And then he's just like, we should have known. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who else would have given us a biting book? <laughs> Ron caught up with them five minutes later in a towering rage. 
Do you know what that... He called Snake something that made Hermione say, Ron, it's making me do. I've got to scrub out the bedpans in the hospital wing without magic. I'm trying to remember, when does Snape give Ron detention? This is a really tough one, but it's a good one. It's good. I'm, I appreciate the challenge. Um, I know, I feel like it's one of the earlier books. Mm-hmm. You're right in that. Mm-hmm. I think it's Sorcerer's Stone. It's not no. Sorcerer's Stone. Motherfucker. It's the third book. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's when... Because Malfoy gets his arm, like, with Buckbeak, and then he comes in late to the potions lesson. And then he uh, Snape is like, Weasley, uh, cut up Malfoy's roots or whatever. And then Ron fucks up Malfoy's roots. And then um, he then... It's a whole thing. And then he has to... Then he fucks up his potion. That does happen, but that's not what. Oh man! But that what, does happen. What did he get the detention for? Uh, it's when he calls on Hermione. Snape covers for the Defense Against Dark Arts class. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Ron says, "You asked a question, and she knows the answer. Why ask if you? Why ask if you don't, don't want to be told? Yeah." Mm-hmm. And then Snape gives him detention. Yeah. That was good, though. Man, those are hard. Those are tough. That was, oh, that was rough. That was fun, though. Yeah, that was a, <laughs> that was a good game. game. That was a good game. That was, we did it again. We did the thing. We did the thing. We did it. Mary Fickmas. Mary Fickmas. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, listeners. This will probably go up, like, probably, like, the first or second week of January. So, and yeah. it is now the last week of December. So, um, if you celebrate Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's. All the things. We hope that you are. You will have a fantastic 2022. Yay! I'm glad you didn't say see you next year because I would have punched you. <laughs> I'm dead awful at potions. I can teach you how to bewitch the mind. I've always felt our futures lay outside the world of academic achievement. It tastes like goblin piss. <laughs>